having to deal with toxic people is one of the worst things that can happen to someone. But unfortunately, toxic people are very common, which makes knowing how to deal with toxic behavior an essential skill. Learn how you can deal with toxic people and their behavior in this talk. Stay tuned to learn more. Hi everyone, this is Salik and welcome to another episode of the Growth Philosophy Podcast, a bite-sized weekly podcast focused on empowering you to think better and upgrade your life. Last time I talked about toxic people and how to identify them. Knowing how to identify toxic behavior is the first step in dealing with it. Because often toxic behavior isn't very obvious or you might be too close to the problem to see it. Happens more often than you think. As such, learning how to identify toxic behavior is very important in order to become aware of any such behavior in your own life. Once you know what to look out for, comes the part of actually dealing with it. And that's where this talk is going to be focused on. In fact, I have for you 10 tips and strategies to help you deal with toxic people and behavior. Tips and strategies to help you get a handle on things and to help empower you to deal with any such issues in the future. Knowing these will help you effectively deal with toxic people and their negative impact on your health and well-being. But perhaps more importantly, these tips and strategies will help you to stop suffering in silence. Let's begin. Tip number one, communicate. The first tip or strategy I have for you for dealing with toxic people has to do with communicating. Communication is nearly always the most effective way to deal with toxic behavior. Often people do things that are toxic without even realizing that they're doing it. It's invisible to them. We are all guilty of doing things that might not be the best thing to do at the time, but it's generally a result of our lack of awareness. You know, people don't necessarily do them because they're evil. It's just that people are a bit blind to them. It's easy to not really see what you're doing when you're the person who is doing it. You know, it can be easy to miss things like that or lack perspective when you're the one who is doing it. The point is, the person who is behaving in a toxic way, in your case, might be doing it without even realizing that that is what they're doing. And as such, when they find out the toxic behavior, it should stop. People are generally good and want to behave well, especially when it involves someone they care about. So if you openly and honestly communicate with a person about their toxic behavior and the way it is affecting the people around them, well, especially you, that should nip the problem in the bud. That should effectively deal with the situation. But you can communicate or you can stay quiet. Staying quiet is a great way to avoid confrontation, but it is also the best way to continue suffering in silence. So if you have someone in your circle who is a bit toxic, have an open and honest conversation with them. 
That said, I do know that having an open conversation like that can be a bit hairy. It can be a bit of a scary thing to do. No one likes confrontation after all. And often conversations like that can become a bit confrontational. But go into it with honesty rather than with the goal of having an argument and that will help. Also, realize that open communication can be just what is needed to resolve the whole problem. And that makes this worth a shot. Communicate. Don't suffer in silence. Tip number two. Pay attention to how they make you feel. No one has a good day every day. You know, we all have bad days and sometimes, unfortunately, we might lash out at others. Especially those we care about. It's unfortunate, but it happens. But that sort of behavior does not make anyone inherently toxic. You know, just because someone is having a bad day does not make, make that person a toxic person. What does, however, is when the negative behavior is regular. When there's a trend, the behavior becomes toxic when it happens a lot, when it happens over and over, when there is a pattern to it. However, to notice that sort of pattern, you need to be aware of how someone's behavior makes you feel. Because if you don't know how a behavior makes you feel, you can't really notice, that, but notice any sort of patterns. Often people don't notice toxic behavior until a lot of time has passed. But by then, they have experienced a lot of suffering. It is much better to pay attention to how you feel on a regular basis so that you don't end up absorbing toxic behavior for a long time. Things like practicing mindfulness, meditation and journaling can help you do this. They can help you more aware to how you feel. So you might want to give those a shot if you don't practice them already. And on a side note, those three practices can also help you become more aware of the way you behave towards others. So it's something to keep in mind. So that's, that was the second tip. Pay attention to how others make you feel. The third tip is to not get drawn in. And here is what I mean. It can be easy to get on the train of negativity with a friend or a family member who always complains. But that is a terrible idea. You might think that you're sympathizing and that you're actually trying to be there for them, but it doesn't help. You might think that you're only being a good friend, but you're not. Joining in on a parade like that only eggs them on and encourages toxic behavior, like constant negativity. If there is a genuine issue, you can sympathize without jumping on the negativity train. Saying something like, I'm sorry you feel that way, can be enough to let them know that you hurt them but you don't actually have to participate. The fourth tip is to not blame yourself. Do you blame yourself for something other people did or do? If you do, then you have toxic people in your life. Sometimes the toxic behavior you experience might make you feel like you are responsible, that you are to blame. 
but that is very unhealthy for you and can really take a toll on your mental health and well-being. Remember, we are all responsible for our own behavior. You know, we are not children. As adults, it's our responsibility. Our behavior is our responsibility. Your behavior is your responsibility, and so on. How someone else acts is their responsibility and not yours. So whatever else you do, do not blame yourself for someone's toxic behavior. Remember that. Do not blame yourself for someone else's toxic behavior. The fifth tip is to prioritize self-care. Have you ever had a friend or family member who always needs your help? You know, they always ask you for help and because you care about them, because you're a good person, you help them out. But what that sort of dependency does is prioritize their needs and well-being over yours. Helping others is a good thing. I'm a massive supporter of helping others and it is something you absolutely should do. You know, helping others is a good thing to do. But if the person in question is someone who is always in need of your help and just takes, takes and takes, then you need to take a step back and evaluate the situation. At the end of the day, healthy relationships are two-way streets. That is something you really need to remember. Healthy relationships are not one-way streets, they're two-way streets. Both parties give and take. That's just how a proper, a good healthy relationship works. It's not just about one party giving and another party taking. It's about reciprocation. You know, you are there for them, they're there for you. Simple. But if you're the only one who gives, then that is a one-sided relationship. When you keep supporting someone who doesn't support you back, you sacrifice your energy and well-being for a selfish person and prioritize their needs over your own. Invest in healthy relationships and by all means help others, but do not prioritize the needs of someone who only takes, takes and takes. There is another important thing to remember when it comes to being there for others. Taking care of yourself involves saving enough mental energy to look after your own well-being. You can't do that if you spend all of it on others. You need your own help too, so don't ignore self-care. The sixth tip is to define your boundaries. One of the biggest reasons why people end up experiencing toxic behavior for a long time, often, is because they never defined their boundaries. Defining your boundaries involves being clear on what you will and will not tolerate. Well, it's more of the latter. It's about being very clear about what you will not tolerate and communicating that to others so that they know especially when they cross the line. If you aren't sure about your own boundaries, have a think about what they are, about what is not acceptable for you. Having that clarity is important. 
because unless you are clear on where you th your sand in the line is, others will have no idea. So get clear on what your boundaries are. The seventh tip is to not try to fix the person. Don't try to fix the person. Often people think that they can change the toxic person that is in their life. I'm not saying it's not possible. We all have the capacity to change. That's what improving your mindset is all about after all. We can all change how we think and how we act. But change will never happen for someone who is not willing already. After all, you can bring a horse to water but you can't make it drink the water. You can't help someone who doesn't want the help or who is not ready for the help. So if you have someone toxic in your life, talk to them about their toxic behavior rather than spending your time and energy on trying to fix them. The eighth tip is to distance yourself. Often, it will make sense to distance yourself from the toxic behavior. This can be particularly effective if the toxic behavior in question is from an acquaintance like a work colleague. You can politely remove yourself anytime they try to engage you with their toxic behavior. And over time, they should get the hint. So distancing yourself can be an effective way to deal with toxic people. The ninth tip is to limit your exposure. The ninth tip is a lot similar to the earlier point, but they are not the same. Limiting your exposure involves cutting down on the amount of time you spend with someone, often someone like a friend or family. If the person you is someone who makes you feel stressed or anxious about meeting, so if it is someone that you feel stressed about meeting, or you feel like a sense of dread about meeting them, then perhaps you need to reconsider meeting them or being in contact with them much. At the end of the day, why would you want to meet someone who makes you feel that way? Right? Think about it. If they are someone who you value despite their toxic behavior, try the other tips I mentioned earlier, like communicating with them, you know, and an open and honest conversation might just deal with the whole thing. However, if none of the other tips work and you and all you don't want them completely out of your life, then cutting down on how much time you spend with them can be a great and effective solution. So the ninth tip is to limit your exposure. The tenth tip is to cut ties. The last tip I have for you for dealing with toxic people is a permanent one. It's where you completely cut ties with a person. This is a bit of a dynamite option, but it might be the only option you have left if none of the other tips or strategies work with a person, or even when the situation is just not tolerable or good for you. This is a bit of a drastic and final step not big, this is a drastic and final step, and only you can decide if it is the right one for you. If it gets to be too much, then unfortunately this will have to be the step you need to take. 
But there you have it. 10 tips and strategies to help you deal with toxic people. To reiterate, they are tip number one, communicate openly. Tip number two, pay attention to how they make you feel. Tip number three, do not get drawn in. Tip number four, don't blame yourself. Tip number five, prioritize self-care. Tip number six, define your boundaries. Tip number seven, don't try to fix the person. Tip number eight, distance yourself. Tip number nine, limit exposure. And tip number 10, cut ties. Dealing with toxic people is not really something any of us like to do. You know, it's not really a pleasant thing that someone will look forward to doing, but it is essential that you deal with it. It is essential because the longer you experience the toxic behavior, the more of a toll it will take on you. The longer you let it continue, the worse the impact will be on you. So if you have someone in your life whose behavior is toxic, try one or more of these tips and strategies to deal with their behavior. That will get you started on dealing with the issue. That also is the only way you are ever going to get a handle on the situation so that it stops affecting your health and well-being negatively. You have to start. You have to start taking steps to actually deal with the issue. If you don't do anything about the toxic behavior, nothing will change and you will keep on suffering. Don't do that to yourself. Now you know what you can do about toxic behavior. So don't just suffer in silence. Do something about it. Deal with it. Look after yourself.